0: Welcome to the Sneaker Podcast. A show where a bunch of guys sit around the table to talk life, lifestyle, music, and all things sneakers. So sit back, turn it up, and let's go.
1: What's up everyone? It's Chris Jude for the Sneaker Podcast. This is a special episode uh, for The Last Dance. And uh, with me today, we have uh, a couple of OGs. Uh, we have Mr. Sean Collard. Hey, now. And we have our good friend, Brian Romney.
2: Hey, what's up, guys?
1: What's up? So uh, we decided to set up this uh, quick episode. after We had an idea of uh, maybe doing an episode uh, about The Last Dance after uh, viewing a few of the first episodes. Um we put it aside for a bit because a lot of, there was a lot of content there are a lot of media sources already commenting about the last dance but it's such a uh, impactful documentary that uh
0: you kind of can't talk about it either right yeah yeah there's there's so much that like uh, you, you, there's not enough time to talk about everything that's going on in that documentary <laughs> there's yeah. so much stuff to talk about especially yeah. for us old old bastards
1: our original idea was to maybe because we're, we're we are sunday no what day what i have no idea was it wednesday <laughs> wednesday we're april wednesday. 29th all right yes the first four episodes officially released um and we were going to talk about the first four episodes but even going through that we were like there's no way we could just do one episode on four episodes mm-hmm. uh for parts too of much. the documentary yeah. so we're actually just going to talk about the first episode Um, So uh, for all those that want to just watch the first episode now while uh, we're preparing to uh, talk about it, go ahead and just come back to listen (laughs) to us after. It's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, In any case, uh, so we only have me, Sean and Brian on this episode because uh, we were we were there for when it actually happened. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, let's. We, we don't have to go into specifics about our ages, but let's just say if we played in the NBA, we'd be retired. I'd be <laughs> retired for like 10, 15 years by now. <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be in the Legends game. if <laughs> exactly. if
2: that. The shit Legends game. We'd have some like mercy front office job by now.
0: That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Taking somebody's stats on a clipboard. Yeah,
1: we'd yeah. do the NBA cares. So. Yeah, doing
2: that, yeah. Uh, going to the elementary school and open up the... You know, the Milwaukee Bucks basketball court. <laughs> That's right. Some, <laughs> you know you who know, we suburban. have coming
0: today? Brian Romney, formerly of the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> you probably never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. he
2: was on the roster.
0: That's right. He was there 20 years ago.
1: Yeah. Um, so in any case, we'll be talking about uh, The Last Dance, part one. Um. The way we're gonna do it is we're gonna i'm gonna give you basically like a summary of uh what happened in that episode and we're gonna ask the ogs of ogs to uh give Pressure. us a little bit of color commentary about what's going on um so first off I, before we get into all the details of this uh because we are the sneaker podcast uh do you guys remember what you guys picked out in terms of outfit for uh, the viewing of the first episode
0: I for, for the first one, I actually, I I was like, I was getting sweat. I think I remember commenting on this on the uh, on our podcast, but a regular podcast. But uh, I got swept up, and everybody was talking about what outfits they were going to wear and what sneakers they're going to wear while they're reviewing the first episode. So I got swept up in that, and uh, I put on my uh, he as, as they call them now the he got game thirteens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a pair on my my white bull shorts on, and I uh, actually wore my OG uh, OG Sport Group T shirt. Uh, for some reason um, and uh, but but I, I literally I took I took this I this I took the sneakers off because I put so much I was like, what am I gonna wear I'm gonna pull out the airships I'm gonna put the airships on for this first thing I can't believe it. it's so exciting and then, <laughs> <laughs> then like Ten seconds of the of watching episode one, I was like, "What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> Get these shoes off my feet! I'm sweating in my own house." <laughs> I put my I was like, "I can't put my feet on my couch because I I'd worn that pair before, so I I couldn't put my feet on the couch." i was like, "This is stupid." And then the last uh, last Sunday when the first uh, the second uh, sorry the third and fourth episode aired, I I just was in my regular house stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Did Brian? Did you uh, did you put anything on when you were watching?
2: You know, I was so stressed out because I'd heard some rumors that there was gonna be a shock drop oh, for the five wow. yeah and I kind of got swept up in that and I was thinking about it and that was all I was thinking about yeah. so
0: the first you did you were, there was a shock drop and you were successful
2: <laughs> correct that was awesome the best so that started off the episode even sweeter for me
0: yeah, well, and for those who don't know at home, uh, Brian is uh, his favorite sneaker of all time is the Air Jordan Five. So the the Fives were the shock drop, and he got us his, his beautiful pair of white, black, and red Fives. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You already got them, right? You already see them. I mm-hmm. do. Yeah.
2: I do have them.
1: Also, oh, Brian's showing oh, them so, so nice, nice right now. Oh,
2: so, um, nice. so I didn't have anything particular on, and I didn't wear anything for the three or four in particular.
0: Smart. Smart. <laughs> Smart. So- <laughs>
2: I was just on so, two different phones on sneakers, trying to yeah. score. So,
1: so in in the United States, it was on ESPN. But did you have to watch it live? Like, I mean, you had to watch it at nine, or you could just watch it later.
2: Well, I live in Phoenix, oh. and so we're on Pacific time, so it was six o'clock here, and that's when the drop happened. Too, the, uh,
0: they have it. I think they have it on demand on the ESPN app now, right?
2: Yes, sorry, yes.
0: Yeah, you okay. You could watch everything
2: okay. on you know, ESPN right now in the states. Okay, gotcha.
0: And they used to have a thing called a, a DVR, <laughs> which people also use. Did you erase yeah. my DVR before, <laughs> before that? The, the VHS was quite popular this is, at the VHS. time that these actually aired these games. It was a VHS tape that we were using. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. So before uh,
1: the the doc, the part one of the docu series started. Uh, did you guys have? Let's talk about expectations. Or I don't know if some of you have an insight about what was gonna happen, <laughs> what was gonna uh, be broadcast on the first part or throughout the whole series. Do you guys have any
0: uh, thoughts we on have, that? We have well, we have no. Neither of us. I, I can speak for Brian and myself. Neither of us have any inside information with regards to the documentary. <laughs> um, no. but uh, we, we uh, for me, uh, if, like, I mean, I don't know. Uh, my I don't know if my expectations could have been higher because of uh obviously we've been Brian and I've been massive fans uh from the time we were uh mid teens and uh so it's like i i i can't even put a a i i can't describe how excited i was to watch this and uh i'll let Brian give you his his expression or his, his uh, experience but um I, I was like i was blown away like I, I as as high as my expectations were i i couldn't have enjoyed it more Um, and they actually exceeded my expectations. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, this kind of goes into something I want to talk about later, but some, maybe some of the things that some of the younger fans or whatever, maybe might want to watch in between the episodes every week. But I think Sean and I have talked so much about this, that we've seen every Jordan video, bulls video, everything that's been produced. And so I think we were hoping for not just another retrospective that we've already seen, you know, a hundred times, something a little different, which I think so far really has been what we've gotten. Yeah. I mean, not to jump ahead, but even like the retrospective of the first championship, man, they flew right past the games. Because we've seen it, yeah. <laughs> you can go see that anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Now we're getting other stuff, different conversations, behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, I'm with Sean. It's been incredible thus far. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, since you're you are both massive Jordan heads, uh, would you be able to rifle off the all the special Michael Jordan? Documentaries that they've done Not the documentaries But you know The DVD videos sets And, yeah, and all yeah,
0: those Yeah the VHS's yeah, yeah Come Fly With Me Was the first one Come Fly, Come with, Fly me. with
2: Me uh, Michael Jordan's Playground Yeah Michael Jordan There A-time. was in,
0: in between Michael Jordan's play Or around the same time As Michael Jordan's Playground There was Michael Jordan's uh, Sorry it was it was Come Fly With Me 1990 Good Which call. was a Sports Illustrated version Of Come Fly With Me uh, and it was had updated clips in there. So it was added, same, basically the same as the original "Come Fly with Me," but then they added in like some uh, more updated uh, highlights and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and the intro was different. Around. Mm-hmm. It was like ninety-five exactly. percent the same, right? But yeah, yeah, but exactly. Different. But they added some stuff from like the '89 season, whereas the original "Come Fly With Me" was the. Eight. So see, where you asked this question, Chris, and we yeah. go deep, deep into. we no, haven't no, no, past no. The I first titles, two guys. <laughs> the nerddom is <laughs> strong. This is a ten-minute podcast, right guys. Come on, <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. So yeah, "Come Fly With Me." There's uh, "Come Fly With Me," 1990, 91. Also, there's a, there's a, a playground. There's uh, airtime, and then um, Michael uh, Jordan
2: above and beyond. Above and beyond. Is about kind of about the '96 season and the comeback and right. everything, and then the, his airness was the last one they did right. at the end of his Bulls career.
1: Right. Okay. So uh, again, list them off for the listeners. It's uh, come fly with me.
2: Play Jordan's playground. Playground. Airtime. Above airtime. and beyond. Above his beyond. airness. His airness. Yeah.
1: And what's that ultimate Jordan?
0: that includes that includes all of those yeah. uh, okay. videos. So there was a, there was yeah. a set back all, in the day yeah. called there's Ultimate Jordan I think it's still it available out. but I think it like people have jacked up the prices on it obviously cuz it's mm-hmm. uh, especially now I can't even imagine what they were now but last time I looked they were like 200 bucks for just who
1: who has a DVD player anymore? <laughs> I do, you know.
0: Uh, us old guys do. <laughs> I think um and I think you can PS4 watch all of
2: those on Amazon Prime. Yeah. If you Whether. have
0: that. In the in the US, yeah, you can for sure. Um, uh, in Canada, but uh I think um but yeah, the, but the the the, bo- the DVD box set also came with like a bunch of behind the scenes stuff and, and like highlights, like top ten dunks, top ten plays, mm-hmm. top ten moves, that kind of stuff too. So oh, it was, yeah, that yeah, was cool. Yeah. Too. A little Nike uh, piece, like a seven eight. Yeah, and Nike and it piece. came with uh, like five. Was it five different uh, games, like full games, also? Yes. Yeah, like the sixty-nine yeah. point game, sixty-three point game, like that stuff, like that. So there was actually right. some full games That's included on in there too.
1: Awesome. So um, yeah, the sixty-three point game against uh, my Celtics. That's right. Yes, that's right. You guys uh, did win. Pardon? <laughs> you guys did win that game. Yes, we did win. I didn't want to mention it. It is the Michael Jordan podcast I don't want. Right,
2: well, right. you hey, said it. <laughs> thanks for on these old videos. Just real quick, I think the other ones you should watch are all the Bulls championship videos. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: those you can are probably awesome.
2: watch them all on YouTube.
0: Yeah, the um, first one specifically is, my, I think, is probably my favorite one uh, called yeah. "Learning to Fly." That's yeah. amazing. So good. It so really, it really shows you with like the struggles they went through. As much as much as like the 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 series now, the the last dance is showing. They really take a point to make a point to show you all the struggles that the the Mike Jordan and the Bulls went through before they got that first championship.
2: Right. It's really yeah. cool. So yeah. so for those who you, you oh, should watch uh, Chicago Bulls Higher Ground too. Also
0: That's awesome.
2: All about yep. the eighty-seven, eighty-eight season. So I think there was a couple minutes of of that with Doug Collins. Yeah. I think in episode three, but you can re- watch an hour of that. That's a really good one, too. Yeah. Scotty so Pippen's year. Right blah, blah, blah.
1: After um, every ch- uh, NBA championship happens, uh, the champion kind of gets like a uh, uh, season rep- retrospective, uh, right. retrospective yeah. uh, movie made for yeah. their uh, team. And of course there's there are six, six for the Bulls, and you yeah. say that there's um some, some extra stuff for like different other seasons that they made. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you guys can check those out. Um so how about we get into the this docuseries, The Last Dance? Sure. Uh Let's do it. <clears throat> the way it started I found was really dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> because they, they so this, this is uh, about the last season of the Bulls, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: the the, mean, thread, the, the thread the thread
0: through it is the main
1: the main thread is is the, the last season yeah. yeah right so the 97 98 season um, and it's so this this is occurring everything that's occurring before the last season or mm-hmm. during the last season in uh, Fast and Furious terms this would be uh, Fast and Furious Hobbit <laughs> <7. laughs> Fast and Furious 12 Infinity yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I like the way that it begins because right off the bat, I think they give us, uh, they set the tone, letting us know that this is not stuff that's that was out there that was available to everyone, mm-hmm. that the f- the season was in doubt, like the, right. the the makeup of the Bulls was in doubt for the ninety seven ninety
0: eight season and future, right? right? And they allowed the. I don't know if this is where you're going with that, but they allowed the camera crew to follow them for that season, which is unprecedented because they had never done anything like that before.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, j- quickly, just you guys living through the 97-90 season in real time back in the day, did you have any idea that shit was going on? Like, shit was bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, for I, I, do, I definitely do remember that the, that was the buzz, but it wasn't like everybody was... I, this is my experience. Maybe it's different because living in Canada, you're not maybe not getting the same amount of uh, information that they were getting in the U.S. But whenever you it, would, it was there was always buzz about this could be the last go for the Bulls and Michael Jordan and uh, you know there's there's that rumor that Scottie Pippen might get traded and stuff like that before that season even started. Um, so it, there was definitely a buzz, but I guess like for me, from what I remember, I was in my 20s at the time, and I, I, I my memory's shit as it is. Um, but I remember. Just, I guess, just hoping that that was just a rumor. Maybe it, they would all come together. Maybe this was just kind of negotiation how they were going about their negotiations, and maybe they would work things out and come back again. But
2: that's, yeah, that I was think, my experience. I think pretty much the same. I felt the same. Um, you know, I, I was a little surprised to hear Jordan say that he would have kept playing mm-hmm. if Phil came back, because I thought, at least my perception back then, kind of like Sean. It's been a long time, but. My perception was Jordan wanted to be done anyway, so he was kind of accepting it, um, yeah.
1: like using it as an excuse—not not an excuse, but like a reason to say, "Well, it's a good time for me to stop, anyways." Sure, yeah, we've done another three-peat and that
0: kind of thing.
2: Yeah, and not—not not that he was bailing, but I just thought he—he w- he was done anyway. He wanted to be done.
0: He had nothing okay. more to prove. Like that was his main thing about right. you know he when, the first time he retired is like he had nothing more to prove so he mm-hmm. felt like he
2: and that's why I thought Jerry Krause was being so blatant about Phil Jackson not coming back and because it was just shocking that he was so cavalier about saying Phil's not
1: coming yeah, back. Yeah, why would you? Why would you give up that information? Right in terms right. of negotiating, even and, if it was like, true at the beginning we've, we've of the season. To-
0: We've come to know that Jerry Krause is just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that <laughs> a okay. bit later. Is that one we of your knew. bullet points for today? <laughs> we already knew.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, so back to the docu docuseries. Uh, first, they mentioned the first uh, six – well, the, they mentioned the six championships. And then they kind of do like a, a pseudo-player intro. They, met, they mentioned Michael yeah. Jordan, uh, Pippin, Rodman, and Phil Jackson, mm-hmm. who are – essentially for the team the main players right the main for that last season the main uh stars superstars for the what was about to happen Mm -hmm. yep um for you guys who aside from those guys do you have any thoughts of who else was kind of extremely important for that series because there's a lot of I don't know if they're going to cover this in the later episodes, like the episodes that we haven't seen yet, but like the supporting cast to me, there was some guys that were like pretty cool to have on the team.
2: Well, Ryan, I, think, you think? I think Ron Harper obviously mm-hmm. was a yeah. vital piece to that team, you know, bigger than most point guards and could defend. Tony was obviously the sixth man of the year a couple of years earlier. He was extremely talented and and vital. Um, he didn't start, but uh, and, he usually yeah. was in there at the end.
0: Yeah, I think I th- and it sounds cliche to say, but I think every there was every, most everybody played some role on that team that helped them. Like even Steve Kerr and like there was there was someone had a moment somewhere in that season in that in that in the finals in the playoffs. There was it really was uh, as as again as cliche as it sounds that it was a, it was a team effort, and I don't think. Uh, Obviously, there's the you know the main characters or you know the ones Chris mentioned, but everybody played a role for sure.
2: What was Rusty Larue's role? Or Keith, <laughs> <Rusty. food? laughs> carrying Michael's stuff. <laughs> right. Someone had
1: someone had to swing that towel. Like, Someone's got to roll do it, it. around.
0: <laughs> I told you, everybody has a role. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, okay, and then they go on to mention that the future of the team uh, was in doubt. Like the future of the dynasty was in doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they introduced the owner. Uh, Jerry Reinsdorf. Reinsdorf, yeah, and then uh, they start on Jerry Krause, yeah, where they introduce Jerry Krause as they they kind of explain where he came from and how he, he used to be like a he was a scout, yeah, right for the, for the White the Sox, I think White Sox, and then he asked to be the uh, GM for uh, the Bulls. A bold move, bold move. Um, from there they go they get <laughs> from there they transition into. Uh, Phil Jackson's contract
0: negotiations and yeah, th- as this Brian. Is, yeah, yeah. Th- but this is this is where it's like okay, people it's funny because after watching this first episode or the first two episodes there was like a backlash against the the Bulls and against people who were bullying Jerry Krause and it's like and we'll we'll get obviously into what the the nuts and bolts of what the situation was, but it's like it it frustrated me because if, number one, all it was was people expressing how they felt twenty something years ago. no, one, and and maybe if you look at some of the clips, like Jordan and it was taking little pot shots at uh, at Krauss, you know about his weight and his height and stuff. That wasn't cool. But in general, it was just about how they felt about the whole contract negotiations and all that stuff and how. You know, he was bold about telling Phil Jackson that he wasn't coming back. No, even if he won 82 games, you're not coming back next year. You're done. Yeah. Uh, so for me, it's like they were setting it up as though like he, Phil, uh, Jerry Krause is the villain and all this, and he does have that sort of perfect sort of look and 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 the stuff that he did uh, made him made him sort of a villain in those first couple episodes. But yeah. and I'm sure we're going to see when Brian and I watched an interview recently with the director of the the last dance and there's going to be an arc there. I think we'll, they said there will be a surprise at the end, sort of what we how people feel about him now and looking back and stuff. But um, he 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 was he you know this was, he all all credit is given to him because he did he did facilitate this Bulls team, all the Bulls teams. Right. Like he he he, he gets hundred percent of the credit in terms of putting that shit together mm-hmm. so but it was frustrating for me to watch like oh it's like s- typical sensationalized media stuff where it's like oh they gotta jump on something where he's uh he oh he's being bullied after his death and all that stuff it's like okay you know he was a dick while he was alive what are you gonna do <laughs> yeah right there was a mention of like i think there was a little part
1: where bill wennington says he was a great guy like yeah a nice bill super nice guy
0: and and uh, pride of Canada, by the way, Bill Winnington uh, actually went to a high school five minutes from where I live right now. So just oh. saying, awesome. <laughs>
1: just, just had uh, to
0: find a way to spin
1: it to. I'm Sean I'm Collins basically manager. I was basically part of that team. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: uh, he was
1: I, my coach in the summer of basketball.
2: I think yeah. the Krause stuff is blown up too, like Sean was saying, and you know, if you remember back, this none of this is new, and. In another one, I in another video I think people should watch. That I forgot to mention was the Dream Team documentary done by NBA TV, and I'm yeah, really that confident great. that that's on YouTube. You can watch that. But they have a whole five-minute segment about how Pippen and Jordan went after Tony Kukoc in the '92 Olympics because of Jerry Krause. Yeah. So yeah, I even watched the game the other day, and it reminded me that. Uh, it was after it was a '91 playoff game against the Sixers. Amad Rashad asked Jordan and Pippen about Tony Kukoc, so it was going back even into the earlier '90s, '91, '90. 90. Right. So yeah, the, you know these, and as we'll get into, Jordan wasn't happy with the management from early on in his career as well. So mm-hmm. none of this is new.
1: Right. I mean, I remember. um Jordan was retired and they went to get Tony Kukoc and he was touted as the Michael Jordan of Europe.
0: Right. Yep. And I was like,
1: God, they, well, how, was how are they doing to, that? Like that getting all enough these to bring great Michael players. Jordan out of, Michael, it was probably enough to bring Michael out of retirement right there. That's yeah, the right answer. there. <laughs> and then uh, Michael comes out of retirement. Then I'm like, what? Now they have two Michael Jordans on the team. <laughs> so that was that was that and you have to think like in terms of these days like let's say there's a G, there's a, a team that has like a uh, mediocre season and they're looking to fire people right away like coach yeah uh, GMs GMs and coaches are being fired like real easy <clears throat> just think of uh, Toronto didn't they he win like uh, coach of the year yeah the, uh, uh, Dwayne Casey and then he, get, he gets Go fired and then yeah. he wins coach of the year yeah it's like really weird. So, if that was, if he was so bad, if Jerry Cross was so bad, and Michael Jordan and Phil Jackson were so important, don't you think they would have like gotten rid of him at one point?
2: It, it's impre- uh, it's yeah. shocking that that didn't happen. Or
1: you know, like, or that, it just speaks to how how yeah, quote unquote um, important he was to set up the team.
2: Or Jerry Reinsdorf should have just stepped in. Mm. As long as he needed to, until that thing, until the wheels fell off.
0: I, I, I've, I've sort of been of the opinion uh, since watching this that maybe you know, obviously Ryan's is the owner, owner, and but maybe he was the one who was just getting the, the little Jerry Krause guy to pull all the you know do all his dirty work, and he was really pulling the strings. So totally. it would mm-hmm. make sense because he's the owner. Yeah. So and it seems like Ryan's had, or sorry, that Krause had no you know problem being that bad guy. Uh, and I remember when Reinsdorf was talking about how he was he was asking around the league or asking around r- with people who had experienced working with uh, Krauss before, and they all said, "Don't touch him! Like he's 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 a, yeah. almost like almost like a poison or something." Yeah. Um. But he's like, I wasn't hiring someone for, to for, to be friends with be people. Friends. I wanted someone who yeah. runs the things the way I want them run. So you know, he, he himself said that. So, um, I think to, a, to an extent, Krauss gets maybe uh, a lot of the shit that maybe. But that that was his job to take the shit that Reinsdorf didn't really feel like taking. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I think Reinsdorf skates a lot in this thing so (laughs) far. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, Okay, and then they move on to, well, they talk a bit more about Phil Jackson's last year and how how the players are reacting to that. And then they go to Paris for preseason.
0: But that before just before they move on, we move on to the Paris thing. It's like that that that's what pissed me off about Krause the most was when I heard him when Phil Jackson said the one conversation he ever had with Jerry Krause before the beginning of that season was he went into he was called into Krause's office and Krause said to him point blank, I don't care if you win eighty two games, this is your last season. Mm -hmm. Like the 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 fucking balls on that guy. Yeah. Yeah. To to to. It, it, because they won another championship, and like Michael Jordan, in his press conference right after the the 96, 97 championship, was said, "I like let us lose this. We're still yes. like, we're still on top. Let someone take this away from us. Yeah, don't like let it, that. That's how it should be. That's how it was with the Pistons taking it away from the Celtics. That's yeah. how it was. You know, with, when they you know won the East finally after trying to get through the the Celtics." Uh, that's when when M- MJ finally got through the Pistons, and then eventually beat you know uh, Magic in the finals in yep. the '91. So there was the sort of that, that they weren't allowing that torch to be passed anybody. It was like, no, nah, we're on top. And I, I can somewhat see, like going it on top as sort of the the mentality, like we we've got the six championships, but this can't last forever. So let's shake things up now. But if everybody was willing to come back. Yeah, and you you just won your sixth championship. Fuck, see how many you can, the, more you can they, do. They only had five at the, to, at the time the right, that exactly, this was going right, on, right, right. Sorry, yeah, yeah right. well, you would won five, if you and you, then you win a sixth, like okay, fucking don't make your decisions based on like I want to shake shit up and ah, it, it, it drives me insane thinking about how they could have had at least gone another year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: and and to uh, Jordan's point, he was like, look. Just because you you shake, just because you think it's we're they're at the end of the road, and you're going into like a rebuild mode, that doesn't guarantee you any wins. That doesn't guarantee exactly. you a winning season
0: either.
2: Exactly. No, and he, and his, his example
0: was the is exa- exactly the exact example with the Cubs. He said forty, you know, the Cubs <laughs> have been rebuilding for forty-two years. You know? Yeah, which was got funny. a big laugh from the media, but yeah. it's well, true. Like you don't, you're never guaranteed when you're rebuilding that it's gonna oh just take a two, three, four, five years. It could be decades. Yeah, at the
2: Knicks. And the, the sad thing is, too, not not that they knew this at the end of '98, but the way it worked out with that '99 season being cut short by the strike, that could have been the sweet spot for the right. Bulls. They would have played what forty something ga- regular season games and yeah. fresh for the playoffs. That's right. That's and they so true legitimately could have done it, even at their yeah. advanced age.
0: Yeah and yeah. advanced age being what 36 37 well yeah <laughs> it's like crazy it's crazy that it's it's just crazy that they didn't allow that to happen or see where it played out instead of just like instead of, they made the decision like before the season even started i, I don't get it
1: and it's not like their performances were like on the the, the downswing or
0: anything either yeah like oh, they yeah.
1: were all playing yes really at the well. top level yeah and yeah.
0: and and i think it was a it was a Kraus or i think maybe Reinsdorf, one of them said, you know, with the exception of Michael Jordan, uh, everybody was kind of like towards the end of their career. I'm like, yeah. Michael Jordan was one of the oldest guys on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, no, he was just the GOAT. So, you, you, of course, he was ready to go, and you would want him on your team. Yeah. But you can't say the rest of – everybody, most of the guys were all younger than him.
2: Well, they, most yeah. of Regardless, them kept playing.
0: Like, exactly. Well, totally. He was years.
2: the only one who was done. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And he, he, he wasn't done because of his, per, his performance was no. dwindling. It was just, and no. come on, who cares about who else <laughs> Who else is playing, right. how the right. other guys are playing. Right. As long as you have Jordan Pippen. You got a chance. <laughs> Jordan Pippen and, and Phil Jackson, yeah, you're, you're up there. Yeah. You're a contender. Like, people are yeah. afraid of you.
0: You know, yeah, maybe devil's advocate, said, though. Sorry.
2: Maybe we, it ended in the perfect thing because now we've, we only remember them on the upswing.
0: True, you know, I, maybe that's what they you, were thinking too. That's true. You
2: you kind of remember but, nah. celebrities from the yeah. past that passed away before their time. You know, yeah. m- maybe if uh, James Dean didn't die, he would have been in some right. weird mattress commercial when he was seventy five, and <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. the mystique wouldn't have
0: been there. So, but to hear to hear this this how old Kraus. we are, he went, he went with James Dean as an example. <laughs> not river phoenix not i don't know i don't know
1: celebrities (laughs) but no but these guys no but to hear the way that they were talking like kraus and Reinsdorf, the way they were talking about it it wasn't because well we're gonna start losing no they weren't thinking about that at all like no
0: and i get i get being proactive and i get forward thinking um it just seemed like they were they were such they were still in that pocket of being able to Win championships that you figure, okay, maybe we'll go another season and see, like, w- see where you're at. When if if you're you you have a season where it's not so great, you you make the playoffs. Maybe you're struggling a little bit more, but it's like, fuck, man, you won, you won your yeah. fifth, and you you're going for your sixth. Then you win a sixth, and it's like, no, we're still firing Phil Jackson. Well, and that's by, it. by the, the way, <laughs> the,
2: it's technically a business, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm sure you're selling out. The TV rights are amazing. The merchandise yeah. is flying why stop that yeah even if you don't yeah, win and
0: <laughs> exactly
2: yeah <laughs> and i have a, I have a and, and, thought yeah. on that
1: love it. we'll get to it soon yeah uh th- after paris preseason do you guys have any thoughts on that
0: or just you know i just i, I liked i liked seeing i liked seeing those guys on the road it was, it was neat to see those that footage of them in paris and seeing uh, mj play with the, his, his son there and uh yeah. And just that there was that little clip where he's sitting next to his son on a bench. I think it's Jeffrey. Yeah. And uh they're dribbling are dribbling with the left the, the ball with the left hand and he's like, Don't mess up. Yeah. <laughs> like that little little sent that little thing he said to his son was like, Oh, he was a he was a pain in the ass that
1: <laughs> Yeah. Th- that whole segment, that whole Paris trip remo- made me think of uh the Dream Team documentary that you were yeah. talking about, Brian. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, like yeah. The ninety two trip and stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was cool.
1: Um after that they go back right and then they talk about the bulls before michael got there yeah so the bulls in the 80s and they go they weren't very good at all traveling was it sh- bulls the, cocaine the exact circus. <laughs> the, the exact quote is the bulls traveling cocaine circus yeah <laughs>
0: which got me that i and i've watched this i've watched the the, the first two of uh, first yeah the two episodes first two episodes five times i think now <laughs> already and the part that part michael jordan genuinely belly laughs when he hears that because he hadn't heard that term before yeah and i think that i i think i've said to my wife i think that it was the first time I've ever heard Michael Jordan like genuinely laugh. Because yeah. yeah. usually it's like he's on camera and it's like he's uh, he laughs, but it doesn't seem he's like yes. he's going along with something. This was yeah. like it caught him off guard, and I'm like that. It's a little thing, but it caught. I loved that he had a genuine laugh when you heard that, and
2: it obviously rang
0: man. true. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I it feel was so like funny. he
1: handled that whole question
0: extremely well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but... I, yeah, I mean, I, you get, I guess you're taking from you know taking at his word because he he really seemed to come and even the the players who talked spoke about how he was as a rookie that really he wanted no part because there are a lot of bulls that part of the, that mm-hmm. that segment was all about how the the guys the existing guys in the bull in the team where a lot of them were doing cocaine and with hookers and. He came in fresh as a rookie and was like, I, I just wanna to go to bed and get rest and go play. That's all I wanna do. Yeah. And, he, and yeah. Then, then I can't remember who what the player who the player was that was on the team at the time with him and said, like, yeah, he that's really just who he was and his favorite drink was orange juice and seven up or whatever yeah. something like that.
2: Well and that wasn't yeah. a bowl stigma, that was an NBA stigma. Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. For some <laughs> the of the, the younger 80s. guys I don't remember what the year, Sean, but the um, I think not till the early 80s, 82, 83, the finals were on tape delay at midnight yeah. because no one would watch the NBA. That's why everyone talks about Magic and Larry saving yeah. the league because everyone thought the NBA guys were just drug addicts and nobody was yeah. interested.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, they talk about how the bull – the series talks about how the bulls were not very good before Michael. And then they even go further back and they, they go to his college days. Where uh, Dean Smith, uh, there's quotes from Dean Smith, uh, coaches uh, from UNC, and from uh, Roy Williams, Mm -hmm. um, and uh,
0: even James Worthy. Who James Worthy said, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. I love his quote. He goes, I was better than Michael Jordan when he came to UNC for about two weeks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So for those (laughs) who don't
1: know, James for one, James Worthy is like a legend. Mm -hmm. He's like a Lakers legend, a great player. And in college, he was the man. Yeah. Like, nationally, he was, yes. like, the top yeah. player. Um, also played for North Carolina. And, yeah, James Worthy, Sam Perkins, Michael Jordan all played together. And, yeah, so it was Jordan's freshman year, and I think it was one of James Worthy's last seasons. Yeah. Uh, sorry, last years at, in college.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. So for the top player of the, the, the nation to say that, yeah, Michael Jordan came in and, Yeah. Within two weeks, he was better than me. Better than me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That was good. And I've heard this quote a thousand times uh, because it's it's in uh, "Come Fly with Me" and several others. Um, But when uh, Dean Smith says, you know, Michael Jordan uh, had the desire to get better, and then the the ability to get better. He wanted like he wanted to be better, and he had the ability to get better. It, I, you couldn't tell. You couldn't tell that I actually heard that a thousand times because I, bu- I butchered it. But <laughs> 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 but it's a long, But it's just like that. That was seems to be the theme. Like he he his dedication to improving and studying the game was far beyond anybody that was he was playing with or against. Uh, and I think that's what made him the goat. Goat ultimately is because his desire to to just be the best and be the best he can be was was unparalleled.
2: And didn't there was a quote from Roy Williams. Where he said, I'm gonna be mm-hmm. the best ever play here and he says, Well you're gonna to have to work hard and he goes, I you're never gonna see anyone work harder than me, ever. Yeah, well where he said
0: well Michael Jordan's response was, uh, I worked just as hard as everybody oh, at right. in my high school team. And Roy Williams went, I thought you wanted to be the best player here. He goes, yeah. You'll never see anybody work harder than me. That's and that was it's just any any slight uh, hint of someone saying you might not be able to do that it it threw it threw seems to throw michael even probably to this day i'm sure throws oh, yeah. him into a, a state of i'm going to prove you wrong and fuck you for even thinking that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like overly aggressive <laughs> yes it's a yeah. it's a sickness with him it really yeah. really is
1: uh very cool so after then they jumped to the north carolina georgetown championship game yeah in college
0: that was uh, jordan's freshman year right yeah Mm-hmm. Which, which, can I say that they, they interviewed Patrick Ewing uh, for that segment because he played against Michael in that, that championship game? Yeah. And to see Patrick Ewing wearing a Georgetown. Uh, sort of polo shirt with a Jumpman logo on it. Perfect. <laughs> it just tickles me. Per- it, t- it tickles me in the right spot. <laughs> so good. Like you have to wear a Jordan a Jordan shirt no matter what you do. He, <laughs> he destroyed. He killed you in college, and then he destroyed you. Your hopes but and dreams. But an, they were friends after. They were friends they're, after. I I think Jordan has said it at some point that they're, he's one of his closest friends. But I'm sure Jordan rubs that in his face constantly. Actually, he became <laughs> sure. one of Larry Bird's
1: very good friends.
0: On the Dream Just Team. Just saying.
1: Yeah. Patrick Who, Michael Ewing. Jordan? Patrick no, Ewing. Patrick oh, Ewing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Patrick and, uh, it's and, right. and Larry, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: They bonded.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Over losing at some point. Boozing in, uh, <laughs> for the 92 my... Dream Team, yeah.
0: That's right.
1: Um, there's that. So they, uh, during the North Carolina-Georgetown game, uh, last seconds of the game, game is pretty tight. Dean Smith kind of uh, draws up a play where James Worthy gets the ball as decoy swings a ball around and then they dish it to michael and if he's open to take the shot yeah Give him the which became quote unquote the shot
0: yeah in college yeah. which w- it's always interesting to me because sometimes they'll show it but some a lot of times they won't in the highlights where they don't show that there was actually 16 seconds left on the clock when he hit that shot yeah so yes it ended up being the winning shot and it was a great shot and a key shot but they still had to like you know going to stop. It, it wasn't like the last <laughs> second shot. Yes, exactly. It, wasn't exactly. A bu- it was not a buzzer yeah. beater. A lot of people think it was a buzzer beater, and it was not a no, buzzer no, beater. No, no. But yes, so and still, um, as a rookie to, to get the, the opportunity to take that shot and to hit that shot was huge. Yeah. Well, and just think, to uh, bring I, Char, sorry, Rook, go I, ahead. Brian.
2: I think James said Jordan was. Be- I was better than Jordan for two weeks, but really, James Worthy was the best player on that team the whole season. I oh, mean, yeah. He was the key focal point. Yeah. So to yeah. to put a point on that. Again, for him to take that shot, he wasn't like he said. I was Mike Jordan. Now I'm Michael Jordan. He was mm-hmm. good, but he was not their number one guy.
1: No, no. I thought it was very nice of James Worthy to to say it was.
0: It was <laughs> not nice I think maybe he was he was the most probably the most talented guy on the team. Yeah. Yes. At that point, but oh, probably, he also had a few meant. years on him too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right? So he was, yeah. he wasn't
1: a freshman. He was like the senior yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, that happens. He hits the shot. It kind of gives him the confidence, kind of propels him into like a national spotlight as well. And now more and more people know about him. Uh, then uh, he spends how many more years in college? Two more. He does th- th- full, he has three, right?
2: Yeah, three. two more years after that.
0: Sorry. Yeah, two years after that.
1: So uh, as a junior, Dean Smith tells him, I think it's time for you to go to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then the draft. Right, so uh well, he, he won. Was
2: he won the National Player of the Year the next two seasons. Yeah. So yeah, he was definitely he definitely arrived.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh. So draft happens. First pick is Hakim Hakim Alajouan. Hakim. Hakim uh, back it, then was Or oh, i mean, it's <laughs> true, that's true. That's true. That's right. That's true. That's true. Hakim Alajouan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Olajuwon, <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the Houston Rockets. Uh. And they, they, the, even the Bulls general was the Bulls general manager. He right. was like, "Yeah, yeah if, if we had the first pick, we would have gotten Akeem." Yeah. Uh, second pick was uh, Portland Trailblazers, and they chose. They said that look, we had Clyde Drexler on the team, yeah. which played the same posi- who played the same position as uh, Michael Jordan. So uh, their focus was on like a seven-footer, like a big man, a center. So they picked Sam Bowie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor Sam
1: Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to comment on that in No, our, poor bastard said everything. And then the third pick, uh, the Bulls kind of knew that uh, Michael Jordan would be available at number three, and they picked Michael Jordan.
0: Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I, what I loved about that was, and they 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 showed like Clyde Drexler uh, from formerly of the Knicks, um, and I think Mark Eaton and a couple of guys saying like, mm-hmm. you 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 don't you're not gonna win a you're not gonna this is a big man's game you're not gonna win a championship with a
1: there yeah uh, a player who isn't seven foot
0: yeah. can't carry a team right that's it that's the quote yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah. I, I did yeah. think it was
2: interesting well, how they emphasized that. Even they said Rod Thorne even said he wishes he was seven one. Yeah, yeah. And
1: yeah, it's
2: funny how the league has progressed even today. I mean, are there mm-hmm. even centers anymore?
1: Just right. I amazing. mean, it, back in the day, yeah. If you didn't pick a seven footer, you you didn't you weren't doing you weren't winning your
0: draft. Right. The, the, the right. center was the focal point of the team, basically. Cause...
1: Yeah, I think. But I think that whole theory ended. Or, Around after Shaq, there hasn't been one that actually paid off. That's true. You know, a bit of Dwight Howard a bit, but he even at that point, at that point, there was more proof against than for. I thought Greg so Oden was go for okay.
2: It. Say yeah. who, who he saying? Greg Oden. I thought he was okay.
1: Greg Oden. It, I mean, he played at that's least four games. perfect example, man.
2: <laughs> every bone in his lower body yeah. broke.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. Greg Sorry, Sorry Greg Oden. Uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah. The best blessing for, uh, at the time, uh, Supersonics. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, then they talk about the, the draft. They talk about... How, the Bulls even mentioned how they were lucky that the Olympics happened after the draft. Right. Right. Because during... Uh,
0: Jordan's first Olympic run, he really excelled. Yeah, as an amateur, he was. Yeah, he was. He, he. Yeah, if anybody had seen that before the draft happened, yeah, everybody would have wanted him for sure. Exactly. Um,
1: then they, then they, the then the docu series talks about the first years in Chicago, how uh, uh, the <laughs> the Bulls traveling cocaine circus. Yeah. <laughs> and they then they go okay well. It's in the third game of the season, versus Milwaukee, that they realize
0: that um, Michael Jordan is the best player on the team. Yeah, right. I think Michael Jordan said that himself, and uh, because he, he was saying that he was the rookie, so he had no real real voice because he had to like respect the older guys on the team and their veterans. But uh, he said in his third game, that's kind of where he they put him on the map as as he's as someone to be reckoned with. Yeah, even like, as rookie. Uh,
1: how, how they were losing that game and like Milwaukee and Chicago kind of had like that rivalry and mm-hmm. they were losing the game and all the the other players kind of figured, well, we're losing the game. Yeah. But he was like, no, I'm just, no, we're not losing. Yeah. Started to take the shots. And I, I like this. I like the footage that they included where he's scoring and he's getting fouled on the shots. And the, the way he's like celebrating. Yes. The way he's celebrating <laughs> is like, yeah like, yeah like he's, he's yeah he's like
0: oh man he was he was super intense and he was like yeah celebrating like it was the his he just w- hit the winning shot of the championship yeah yeah but that so was
1: the, the third game of the season right yeah crazy they uh get through that then they even have a cameo in the docuseries by uh barack obama oh yeah and they uh they keenly Tagged him. Let's see, Barack Obama, former Chicago resident. <laughs> right. <laughs> <what I> mean. <laughs> and uh, Barack mentions how um, he, could, he couldn't afford a ticket back then. Mm-hmm. Before, before the Michael Jordan thing, he couldn't afford a ticket. But once Jordan arrived, there was no way he was being yeah. able to get a ticket for. You uh, can imagine. Yeah, for the And I, I, we
0: have uh, on the OG, in the OG support group, we have a guy Nick uh, who's at OG OG or Bust, and he uh, he lives in Chicago, born and raised in Chicago, and uh, he sort he kind of gives us sort of like I asked him the other night, like, how was it? Like how was it? Like experiencing all that? And it was just like that. It was like I couldn't, unfortunately, I couldn't go to many games. It was you could feel the buzz in the city, but he couldn't go to many games because of the the price of the tickets, and so it's like even living in the city. It's like you knew you weren't, you couldn't, it's like, oh, you had access to Michael Jordan the whole time, but, but like, like Barack was saying, and I'm on a first term basis with Barack, but yeah, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, you, you couldn't, you, not everybody could go like unless you were, you know, had the dough. Yeah. Um,
1: then they talk about him winning rookie of the year. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and, and you gotta think like, so Akeem was there, right? Like I, I didn't see like the whole season, like his first season, I didn't pay attention because oh, I was still either. a kid. Yeah, um, me too, but to the the fact that and the, Akeem Charles Barkley was there, yeah. but Charles Barkley wasn't playing like the Charles Barkley that we knew. About. No,
0: he wasn't the beast that he became. That no, way. and yeah. he
1: was joining a team that was super loaded as well. Yeah, Moses Malone, Julius exactly. uh, Serving on the yeah. team. Yeah, even John Stockton was in that draft. Right, right. Yep. But they weren't at the level that the, that we all know about now. Right. It was crazy. Uh, but just draft to think, still. Shit. The uh, guys I mean the fact that he won that rookie of the year was pretty cool yeah Uh then they talk they go back to the 97 preseason in Paris and then how they came back from the preseason and how uh, Phil Jackson had like the team handbook and yeah. ca- how Phil Jackson like liked to set the tone or the theme for every yeah, the theme. season yeah and on the title, like on the front cover of that team handbook, that he had uh, coined, uh,
0: "The Last Dance." Yeah, fucking right. so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I could cry thinking about that. they
2: called the funeral. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Man, uh, end of to Brian and Sean's dreams yeah. <laughs> that should have been called.
2: Well, life's over at 24 uh, years old or 20 years old. That's right. uh,
1: Did, had you guys heard about that, like back in the day, or no? I can't
0: remember. Yeah, if yeah. They, we, uh, yeah. yes, yes, we did. Sure. Yeah, I do. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
2: I mean, the last I dance was being floated around. ESP, uh Sports Illustrated had a cover that said the last. They didn't say right. the last dance, but the last stand or something. Stand, stand. Yeah. So, it was out there. I mean, they were asking Michael about it at the All Star break. Whether it was his last go and...
0: But do you remember them calling it, like hearing the, the term the last dance I, I, back
2: then? I, I think so. I think they talked about th- it. I th- yeah.
0: I, I feel think, like they I did. I think they did. Yeah. So this is where we're all, having old guys on the podcast is not always a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Maybe,
1: but I'm not <laughs> sure. Uh, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> they had to. Um, yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it yeah was, I think so. I,
1: for me, it was like, wow, what a perfect, perfect the perfect moment to have to to predict a docu series that you're going to create like right. 30 years down the line <laughs> right that was a perfect title man Phil Jackson's a genius he's a genius <laughs> yeah he's a time traveler yeah. um yeah that's pretty much how they finished the uh first episode the part 1 so as you can tell a lot a lot was included in that first part um so we are the Sneaker Podcast. Let's uh, bring it back to sneakers again. And uh, I want to ask you guys about the sneakers that you noticed
0: in the first part. Well, the first, the first, I think Brian noted that too, the first scene, or one of the first scenes is they show uh, MJ in the locker room as a rookie in the rookie season. And he's pulling, pulling sneakers out of a duffel bag, and he pulls out the white and red Airship, and then he pulls out the black toe Air, Air Jordan 1. And uh, someone, someone says that, or I'm not sure if it was him or someone in the locker room says, "That's the one you're looking for. That's the one you want." And uh, that was that was pretty cool to see him pulling out like the ship and the Jordan One yeah. at the same time. And yeah.
2: And I don't know if that was here in Phoenix, but I know there's pictures of him as a rookie warming up in the Black Toes in Phoenix, right. but then playing in the Air Ships. Right. So I don't know why that happened, and they only played in Phoenix once a year because of that East Coast, right. West Coast thing. So it's not like it could have been two different times.
0: True, and they were following him around with that. Uh, they were at the mini-putt mini course yep. and all that the mini-golf course and all that stuff in Arizona, too. And he's wearing those black Phoenix. toes. Right.
2: So, yeah, I wonder why he had – I wonder why he couldn't wear those ones yet. Anyway.
0: Yeah.
2: It was early in the season when they came in Phoenix.
0: Right. Um, and people, went, people flipped their shit, too, when they saw him uh, – what was this in the second episode? When did they talk about his injury? That's the second episode. Yeah, right? yeah. Second episode, yeah. Okay, so we can't get into that. But, but there, <laughs> yeah, there's something something in there that that, that, that people flipped out about. The other one that, that was they... cool
2: was as, <clears throat> it was in the first five minutes or so of the introduction, they showed him pulling up to the practice facility, going in. He's wearing those sky highs, right? Those Jordan sky highs? Yeah. They look like Vans yeah, with like a white midsole right. with a black shoe, with like with a low-top version of it. Anyway, and then they show him shooting around and it's clearly from the 97, 98 season based on the jerseys wearing and the shorts is wearing a Air Jordan 13 branded shorts, but he's wearing Concord 11s, which is kind of a cool throwback. That was cool. Two seasons later, he's still in love with those Concords.
0: Yeah. And a lot of people think that uh, the Concord is his favorite sneaker. Uh-huh. You, but I'm you, here to say, I'm here to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> just to, just because it's your favorite sneaker doesn't mean it's his. Right.
1: <laughs> so what's his favorite sneaker? Did you say Jordan two? No, oh, he's the two.
0: Yeah, Brian says the, <laughs> I say it's a two. Brian says the five. <laughs> I, I jokingly
2: no, he, on my Instagram said it was five, and I got killed. Oh <laughs> People shit! People are still mad.
0: Oh man. Uh, no, but he said in an interview that it was a three. He is as tough to choose as the 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 one, the three, the eleven, and he went with the three. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah. Those, usually those uh, are the top three. Yeah. One, three, and eleven.
0: One, three, eleven. Not uh, the two or the five.
1: Anything anything <laughs> else you guys noticed in terms of sneakers in there?
2: Um recall.
0: I can't remember. <laughs> I guess I just watched it last night again. I can't, I, can't I, know. I wasn't focused on the shoes for some reason. I got swept up in the emotion of the whole thing. Uh I think that was it. I think that's it. There, There's not a ton in that. I mean, obviously, you're seeing a lot of the first uh, mm-hmm. rookie season and stuff. So uh, there's the um, actual shoes that he's wearing in, like I guess,
1: the last year while they're interviewing right. him for the docu series, right? And it's a Jordan One Low. It's called the Jordan One Center Court.
0: Center Court, yeah, yeah. Well, so those are those all white. I did, didn't I, I saw that too? And I did, didn't make any because it has like a huge Wings logo on the on the heel. I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah but it doesn't look like it It looks like a Jordan one midsole but it doesn't look like a Jordan one to me it looks like a, just like a like a almost like a it almost looks like a a Stan Smith mm-hmm. like that like that same toe box and it didn't look like a Jordan one to me but that's I know that's what they're called but uh, it's an odd that they picked Jordan one to call it uh, you know uh, it, doesn't, right. it doesn't look like a one to me but I guess it's a uh, you know a, a, some sort of Frankenstein version of one maybe it's because he's Michael Jordan and, he and if he doesn't wear once.
1: something that's like Kind of cool yeah. for his docu series, right? It's gonna be like, well, what the heck? It's like, yeah, it's it's like if you're the Michael Jordan fan, but you never ne- wear Michael Jordan, you never right. wear Jordan shoes. Yeah, what's that wrong would be with Weird,
0: you? right? If you you're you're like say uh like a professional collector of some kind, <laughs> but you never wear Jordans, <laughs> but you only wear Adidas uh, Boost <laughs> or
1: yeah. <laughs> that would be What's so weird. That?
0: That's weird. It's weird. That's, but uh, but we digress. But I will say about those the, the center court or whatever they were called. Uh, I I I know that they were they must have inter- interviewed him uh, in 2018 for this because uh-huh. there's there's footage or sh- photos of Michael Jordan taking a trip to Italy in 2018 uh-huh. and he's wearing those exact sneakers. Uh-huh. The white low whatever those the one uh, center courts and he's at the time he's also wearing uh, I th- I'm guessing I don't think they were original, they, but obviously he wasn't wearing original. But they, they, I'm not sure if they existed back in the day or they just brought these out special for 2018. But there were the shorts he was wearing were like a, a 1987 Air Jordan 2 short. It looked like a basketball. Me- they were black, but it, had, it looks like it had basketball mesh all over them, and it said 1987 with the wings logo on the on the on the uh, on a badge kind of thing on the on one of the sides of the shorts. And that's why I rem- I remembered him. I remember s- seeing those pictures, and when I saw them on his feet, I was like, oh shit. In the inter, in the documentary, I was like, "They must. It must have been around that time. He must have liked them, I guess, because he he wore them in to Italy, and then he wore them also when mm. he was interviewed. And Jordan two shorts. And Jordan two shorts, which which, which is a bone I would pick with him.
2: Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess we're talking sneakers. Just maybe general knowledge for younger sneaker heads. He wore the Air Jordan thirteen for almost the entirety of the 97-98 season, he wore the, the black toe and then the white and red during the regular season. He wore those playoff blacks. You'll see them in the All-Star game. And then he wore the playoff black and then that black and red 13 for what, Sean? 87% of the playoff? Not until yeah, the Eastern yeah, yeah. Conference Final. He changed to those low... PEs and then obviously in the yeah. NBA finals he broke out the
0: 14s. Yeah, and but that's the that's the thing that sort of like a bothers Brian and I because it's like people always associate that last season with the 14s but the and 14? I get it it was a lot, his last shot and all that stuff there the last yeah. shot 14s and but he 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 did break them out in the games 3 and 5 as well and I think half the game though. Yeah. Uh, the 14s, but in generally speaking, like when you th- when Brian and I think about the, that season, we're not thinking about the 14; we're thinking about the 13, mm-hmm. because that's what he, like Brian was saying, that's what he wore for like I'll bump it up, like I said, to 90 percent of the season, <laughs> okay. except for those th- three, two half games, and then the full game of the the, the final, the final game. But yeah, maybe it's because uh, like the
1: Jordan 13 didn't really become important until uh, Jake Shuttlesworth started wearing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But he got games. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah. Okay. Do we have any more? I have a couple more questions for you guys. Uh, Was there an NBA star, uh, like a memory from one of the NBA stars, one of the quotes from one of the NBA stars that you uh, liked the most from the documentary?
2: From episode one, I don't remember if it, it wasn't an NBA star, but Roy Williams says hmm. Michael Jordan's the only guy ever who has been able to turn it on or turn it off. And he never friggin' turned it off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that
0: was cool. That. And he was like he
2: he never... said it with like an effect and it was Yeah. He paused that was, that was awesome.
0: Yeah. That was cool. I mean, yeah, we the one I liked what we talked about was the the one the James Worthy one, but uh that's a great one too, Brian. I can't think offhand of what another quote from that first episode. Yeah. Um, Were there
2: others you can think of, Chris, that you're thinking of?
1: Um, no, I really like the – it's weird, eh? The Roy – a lot of whatever Roy Williams was saying was pretty good. Yeah. yeah I liked, liked yeah, his part of lines. the interview. Because yeah. I, I didn't um, – I knew he, he played for UNC, right, Roy Williams? I think I so. Know. Anyways, I – I knew he had an attachment to UNC and it, that's why when Dean Smith uh, left I knew that uh, when he came in it was like oh coming home type of situation for him right uh, I didn't know he was like an assistant coach at the time right right yeah. right right yeah when I didn't I don't, I don't think I realized that too
0: until recently
1: yeah uh, so that was cool yeah uh, there's always like magic magic Johnson I think he had a quote in there that was pretty cool or you know what surprised me a lot that they had Isaiah Isaiah Thomas,
0: I can't wait to get to that part it's of the. Uh, <laughs> get even better, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to that part. <laughs> can well, can we they, just do that now? <laughs> well, he, no, he, but he—he's in the first part. He is, but I'm talking specifically. Uh, that whole okay in, in yes. the Rodman yes. section and episode three and four. True, 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 and, true, and all the stuff. There's a lot. Go- there's a lot going on saying, there. And there's no, some great whole, stuff. <laughs> There's we're going to hold great stuff in there.
1: Yeah. We're going to hold. We'll talk yeah, about yeah, this yeah, for sure. Yeah. We'll do it for another episode. Yeah. Uh,
2: but I think, but yeah, I, there's some really good quotes from some NBA legends in episode two. We'll get to. Yeah. That I we'll was do kind that. of we'll surprised about sure.
1: what Well, what we're doing is so <laughs> for the listeners, we didn't know how we would format this or whatever, or like if we'd make it part of the regular podcast episodes or we do some extra. So this is technically like an extra episode. Uh, let us know if you want us to keep doing these, because if you do, then we have at least nine
0: more to go. <laughs> and if you don't want us, too bad, because we're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> we're gonna do at least seven. So there you go. Yeah. Um, was there
1: any footage, video footage that they included that you were like, "Yes, that was so good," or stuff that you hadn't seen before?
0: Yeah. Well, there was one. There's one uh, rock the cradle donkey did in uh, UNC. Yeah. Uh, that i had not seen before right. there's there's one that we always we they they play every time they show us unc clips where it's the the uh i think it's the um Against the announcer Maryland. goes uh michael Jordan, look at that <laughs> yeah and, and so that one we've always seen but there was one that was he was more straight kind of straight on the basket like it's coming st- directly at the basket as opposed to sort of from the side and he uh he did the rock to cradle thing and that was i'd never seen that before no I me mean, neither. Okay,
2: that's that cool that was the first one i thought of too that was awesome mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I like, like I, I like the footage from like uh, when he's talking about that uh, third game against the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. And just the way he started attacking the I don't know. Maybe it's the way they, they edited it to make yeah. it look really cool. Like how the coach was like, he, he was letting me go. So I was taking all shots. Yeah. And just the way he started playing or just was attacking the basket. I was like, yeah, that's totally the look of someone that's like... F- Fuck it! Yeah. I, I, I need to take this shit over.
0: You can you can just see in the, in many instances the just the look in his eye. It was like he's a, he's almost like a man possessed. Like it was the intensity I've never seen in someone who who has a look of intensity like him. It's it's you knew and you and the players, opponents, and stuff. Even players on his team would say, when you see that look in his eye, like you're you're in trouble. in, in one way or the other, whether it's in practice, you're you're he's going to scream at you and he's going to push you, or if you're an opponent you're probably getting dropped 50 on that night. Yeah, It's just, I did, but to see it like over and over again, it's like he, he was so intense and the look of intensity he had was, I, I still, I've never seen anybody like that since maybe Kobe, Kobe actually maybe had that look of intensity, but nobody, nobody since that. Yeah.
2: Um, I think they had some cool video montages that one from his kind of his early highlights of the bulls. I forget what song they played now, but, one of my, well, Sean and I talk about this all the time, pet peeves over these other Jordan montages is when they're talking about something very specific like the 91 playoffs and then they show them wearing some Air Jordan 4s from 1989 that are white. You know they're wearing black. Yeah. And so it takes you right out of the, the
0: thing. Yeah, for us nerds. <laughs> but
2: all, So far, all of the highlights are clearly from the rookie season, even the music, the song they picked. Yeah, from so that good. era it just i thought it was perfectly done
0: was it eric being rakim that first uh montage i think, I think I so. no joke yeah yeah yeah, I yeah. no joke yeah that's it. yeah
2: so i thought it's that so was good. well done
0: yeah yeah really well done
1: very cool and I, I gotta say yeah after watching the first part you're like oh man they're getting right into it like they're not holding back on any of the stuff and why I mention uh, the fact that I'm surprised that Isaiah was included in the first part is what he had to say about Jordan was not like inflammatory or any in any way. Is he was actually complimenting him, and I was like, but they 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 just gave him just a bit, like they just used one quote, right? And yeah. I'm like ah,
0: oh, there has to be more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: More is coming for sure, right? Yeah. So,
0: and Brian actually made, brought up a good point where we we're texting where we, we both watched it again last night. And he said, uh it's funny that they never mentioned the uh the freeze out that his rookie season at the All Star game. I think they will get to that. You think so? Because I don't all know that?
1: because um
0: You've watched them all, haven't you on that? No, I haven't. I haven't <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, but I,
1: uh, but I think wink wink <laughs> the uh there's a lot of people that have been included in the doc that have been or like people are media has been posting quotes from a lot of people now. Right. And there's one quote about uh Isaiah, so I don't know if they're going to talk about it in the documentary series, but he's like he goes it 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 really hurt him or really affected him that he was not included in a in dream team ninety two good and he <laughs> and he goes <laughs> if if it was due to uh the handshake, me not shaking your hand, if it was because of that then He's it. It's it's Like it's gonna hurt him even more. Like it's gonna be like what
2: the heck type of situation for him? Good. Go watch the '92 <laughs> Dream Team doc on NBA TV. It's in there. It's, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They, they the the reference. Russ Granick talks it, about it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah and yeah. He, he would not be on the team with Isaiah.
1: But no, MJ. There's there's the fact that the Bulls didn't like the Pistons. But I think Isaiah. I don't know if this quote is true. I just saw it on social media. Right. Right. Isaiah says, "If it was because I didn't shake your hand, is it because the team didn't shake the Bulls' hands at the end of uh, what is it? 92 Yeah, then, 91. then that that's in, that's a problem. Like like what the fuck? Yeah. Just because we didn't shake your hand, you're gonna yeah. leave me
0: out of Dream Team?" You know? But we're gonna get the, into that at, at, in a future episode, Chris. We're gonna get into that <laughs> because <laughs> if you keep talking about it, I'm gonna start blurting shit out. <laughs> okay, 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 okay.
1: Well, you, so yeah, you, whether you like this episode or not, apparently we're gonna put out nine more. Of these. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, if any final final reviews, final final uh, reviews of the the first part of the documentary, guys right? Good. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down.
2: Perfect. It was really well done. I think mm-hmm. yeah. two years ago or so, whenever we heard about it initially, Sean and I talked about hoping it wasn't just the same old stuff, like I said earlier, rehashed. Um, and then when you saw the trailers, I thought it was just going to be about the 98 season, but the way mm-hmm. they're pulling it back and tying it all in, I, thought, I think so far has been like perfect i can't imagine them doing it better
0: that's exactly what i was going to say i love how they are, they're talking about something in the 98 97 season but then it hits on something that is that's relevant from either his rookie season or something in the past and they zoom back with that timeline and show you what kind of led to that in the future and it was i love how they're tying it in kind of jumping from back back and forth from one one era to the next or from for one season to the previous season and back it's 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 so well done
2: and I'm not, I'm no expert in movies or videos, but it's very novice, but visually how they're helping you go back in time and helping the, the viewer. I think they're doing a great job of keeping you in the moment, knowing where you're at because they're going, you're having to go back and forth through time. And yeah, yeah, just in a, just in so a, in that time a movie yeah. timeline sense, yeah. they're doing a great job.
0: Yeah. Excellent.
1: So let's say, so, uh, um, I was ne- at the time when the, all this was happening in the 90s, I was not a Jordan fan. Yeah. Right? I was I was Celtics fan, always rooting for like the other team. Uh I'm figuring by the end of this docu I might become more of like, you know, well oh, yeah, like uh okay, I understand more, I yeah. like it more. Yeah. Um do you figure but- this will get 'Cause this this is maybe playing for a generation of people who have never seen Jordan mm. play, right? Do you think it might like bump him up in terms of like I don't know, what well, good discussions I think, or yeah. whatever, whatever. Yeah. I
0: think what Brian and I always talk about is that we, we're glad that people are seeing because they're because they're going so in depth into his whole career, that they're they're showing that it, it wasn't just all championships. It wasn't just all yes, he was he was a spectacular player. He was the most talented in the league for many years, but there were a lot of struggles there. And I, I'm looking forward to talking about um, the, when we talk about the first championship because it, I think because it's been so we're so far removed from when all that happened, um, it's easy to just think of the the cha- like I said the championships and the accolades and the the, the MVPs and the but it, there there were there was a lot for seven years before that championship there was a lot of struggle. Yeah. I, uh, and so i I like that people are seeing that that it wasn't just all immediate for him in, in terms of mm. championships and and you know yes he won uh, MVPs and stuff like that or scoring titles and um, but uh, the chips did not come easy. Yeah.
2: Perfectly said. He took it right out of my mouth. That was. I thought the same thing. I've told talk, Sean. I talked many times about this. And I think I say often. I think pre championship Jordan is my favorite. Just. Oh, nice. Grinding. Mm-hmm. pushing yeah. uh, he was so hungry a lot
1: of dog in him
2: man and he was so athletic <laughs> you know just dunking over everybody because he was like dunking on these guys is gonna get me this championship so i'm gonna do it yeah higher and harder and faster and i was yeah yeah and i love so Sean much to Ray. prove like my son who's 13 knows jordan from youtube And he's Mm -hmm. the greatest, and he has all the rings, and he never missed a shot, and, you know, Mm -hmm. it all came That's the impression, yeah. Yeah, and you get to see how he was made and how he built this thing. It's awesome.
0: I also like how they're showing, like, how tough the league was in the 80s and 90s in terms of physicality. Like, that's... We're we're not in an episode. Soon in, like, the following episodes, you'll see, like, yeah. Yeah, I just love how they're showing like it, it it was a it was a grind, man. It was not. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. not. There was no joke. It it, it was I, I'm looking forward to talking about that too cuz it was it's it was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um and then final final question. The effect that this docu series has on uh sneakers.
0: On Jordans. Yeah. Well, we're always we're already seeing the uh the the Aftermarket, like on StockX, all this, all the every Jordan sneaker is the skyrocketed the yeah. price. Every every stupid any stupid sneaker on StockX has skyrocketed. Yeah. <laughs> if it has the name Jordan in the title, it's it's skyrocketed already. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I think
1: what so, right off the bat, the Jordan, Jordan well, Jordan one's always been high. Do you think Jordan Thirteen's gonna go up? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For sure.
2: It's probably gonna yeah. get the most exposure sure. over the ten episodes. Obviously.
1: Yeah um i saw a lot of uh like right off the bat right after it aired on stockx the last shot pair boom all of a sudden it's on the front page yeah uh, jordan 13 yeah
0: yeah i i think so, so. i mean uh, yeah the more we see the more we're going to um yeah, we're gonna see those prices and stuff, the interest in Jordan's it's 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 so funny been that stuff like there's a lot of buzz obviously about about the documentary in general. So yeah. I think that's that's fueling everybody. I gotta have Jordan it's even like sadly when Kobe passed away, it's like when he died, it's like we gotta have every yeah. Kobe imaginable and all his apparel you know, apparel and his uh, you know paraphernalia and all that stuff and memorabilia. But it's like so it's it's that same kind of thing. Like there's a wave right now of people of interest and it's uh, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, it's cool. We will be able to track the next ten weeks. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The aftermarket for the next ten weeks. That's right. Uh, Okay, cool. So, um, thanks, Brian, for joining
0: us.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. Guys, been awesome.
1: You'll be here for uh, at
0: least a few more. At least ten more. At least nine more episodes. (laughs) Nine
1: more, more. unless unless I don't know, Sean decides to give you only like a one episode contract (laughs) out of the blue. This This is your last episode. He's my Jerry Krause. This was his trial. Yeah, that's That's right. right.
0: (laughs) I don't care how great you are on episode one. You're done. You're done.
2: (laughs) Or if they if they lift the quarantine here in Arizona, I'm done. I'm 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 gonna go outside for (laughs) two or three months. There you go. Um. So uh.
1: So there you go, Uh, Brian. If people want to find you on the Instagrams, where can they find you?
2: I am at OG Sneaker Nerd or at OG Support Group.
1: Uh, Sean, where can people find you? at scollar 23 and also at OG support group. Uh, you could find uh, our good buddies uh, Mike at on air with my D. You find our good buddy Chloe at clarel, C-L-A-R-E-L. You can find myself at christopher.chew and of course you can find uh, the sneaker podcast at the sneaker podcast on Instagram at the sneaker pod on Twitter and you can find all of our episodes on uh, Podbeam, Apple, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere remember, you can yeah. find podcasts. Um, uh, this has been an extra episode on the Last Dance, featuring Sean Collard, and um, and, and, and Richard. Sure. The and last right, Sean right. Collard's Last Dance. <laughs> That's right. My swan song. song yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, let us know in the comments if uh, you want more of this. Uh, and find our regular episodes. Uh, we should have another one soon, I think. We're recording. Yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I forget how Mike signs off, but we're just going to... Have a great day. Have a great night.
0: Night. Keep laced. Peace. 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 Very nice.